You're listening to DraftKings Network. Man like troops, back again. About my blood clot, yang, all of that. Man came on the Cooligans and shut the thing down. Make sure you watch. If you don't, you're a ham roll, blood. Come on now, 2022.2. That that, that didn't sound like an excitement about 2022. It sounded like an appeal to be kind to us. Oh, it really is. Is that what we're reading this? Like, is this a thing now? By the way, this is is true. I'm no longer celebrating the new year. I am having a funeral for the previous year. That's what I'm doing from now on. uh, I refuse to be excited. It's the year of mourning, uh, 2022. Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Prem Show. We are the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest football show right here on Twitch every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time normally, but today we're starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and I and I like and I like the results so far. And it's not just that we also happen to be the gulliest, and not just that we also happen to have an amazing guest. That's right, we happen to be the guestiest. Okay, Fine. <laughs> oh, we- it's wild guesty in here. You guys smell that? <laughs> Smells like cookies in here. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We are joined by our, our dear friend of uh, CBS Sports uh, and a teammate, a, a member of Cooligans FC uh, as well. Uh-huh. Christine Cupo. Christine, what's up? How are you doing? Hello, gentlemen. I have missed you terribly. It's been a, yes. been a long break. But, uh, bing bong. <laughs> okay, hey, we got a couple <laughs> bing bongs in here now. Okay. If For everyone listening... We did say that, you know, we would be adding these uh, sounds that people can, um, I guess, use their gully bucks to activate, uh, redeem. <laughs> right. And and now, so throughout the show, at some point, you're just going to hear James Hansen bing bong, <laughs> and you're going to hear an air horn. <laughs> Is it tied to anything we say or something dope? No, it's whenever the damn Twitchateros feel like it. All right. <laughs> the the, the Twitchateros are, are the fourth guest uh, on the show. They, yeah. have, they get to have 100%. a say in what we discuss. Um, but we are excited uh, to be here uh, today uh, live on Twitch. Uh, as a reminder, uh, always make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and also check out uh our television show every thursday 7 p.m eastern time on fubo sports network this thursday we have uh an incredible guest uh we'll say she won a world cup u.s women's national team player but we hate saying people's names until we actually do the interview because anything can happen you know you know how it is i'll give you a hint if you could spell her name without without making a mistake i'd be very impressed <laughs> okay all right look at that we go we're tossing hints okay uh I... also really just uh you can't spell muis alexis is that too hard is that her? uh but uh yeah so make sure you check that out thursday at 7 p.m eastern time uh and and as always subscribe to the cool against podcast uh all right let's go we have to just get right into the show because it, it's obviously it's 2022 the first show of the year but you know, we whatever it's it's happened in England. It was whatever Boxing Day. Some countries take breaks because apparently they hate working. You know what I mean? Real I, quick, while you're before you continue, I just want you to know that Sabuteo jokingly said uh, in the chat, spelled out Christine Cupo as in this is the person we're going to have as a guest who won the World Cup, mm-hmm. and then misspelled Cupo. Story <laughs> <laughs> of my can... life. Is it ever good enough for you? Um, Wait, you know one- what? 
<laughs> you try to make a joke about how easy it is to spell. But I, I'm curious, do you do you ever get um uh, either mispronunciations of your name or uh or misspellings of it? Do people say cuppo? Is that a thing? So yeah, actually it's funny because my grandfather and it's her surname, so he actually became the number one offender which I think this just happens with very simple Italian. Well, actually, I won't even relegate it to Italian last names, but yeah, yeah people would do cupo. And so he would overcorrect and start to say cupo. And I'm like, who are you? We're not related. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, because of that, have had many, many nicknames that are just derivative. So for most of my life, I've just been coop, coops, uh, coopy. Okay. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Le coop, you know? Coop, yeah, coop is actually the most common, or coops, I get a lot. It, it um, reminds, especially yeah. having played. I think if you're an athlete and a woman, you either don't have a first name or you have a nickname and that's what you go by. It's a moniker for the rest of your life. I, it reminds me of, um, remember the show Hanging with Mr. Cooper? It's like, yes. Oh, my God. Hanging with Mrs. Coop. Coopo. Memory unlocked. <laughs> yeah. We got a spinoff here on our show. I used to. They when I played uh football in high school, they put uh the other, the American one, they put your last name on your helmet, right? And it would say Guerreros. And everyone was like, by your last name. So they'd be like, Yo, Smith, get over here. Johnson, get over here. Yo, go- <laughs> Alexis, get over here. <laughs> like, I'm not even there's too many R's. I'm not going anywhere near it. So I was the only one who got called by their first name. Okay. Oh, Justin Freeberg just said the Koopigans. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the mashup that only drunk people ask for. <laughs> yeah. It works. It works. All right. Let's let's start uh, today's show. Obviously, we we uh, you know we're hyper focused on uh, on European uh, football, calcio, uh, footy, any, whatever you want to call it. But obviously, you are you know our our resident uh italian uh <laughs> correspondent i guess now right seria uh, <laughs> expert okay um hey look who's in the chat first time chat from lee has all the mls transfer activity made the come down a little easier from your world tour slash nycfc championship high no great question the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> no we're, we're still quite high uh if you, yeah yeah <laughs> um we have to start with uh lorenzo insigne obviously uh the the ne- neapolitan okay as uh as uh, you know all the italian tape um but uh lorenzo Tino, we've obviously seen all the all signs are pointing that he's gonna play for uh toronto fc so he's uh, leaving it's basically been confirmed has it not yeah. because fabrizio romano uh weighed in and as soon as uh, you know you get a a, a uh, what do you say? Akivai? What is here we go in Italian? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to even try. <laughs> but, so, um, but yeah, the, I mean, the, it's, it's obviously it's, it's done. If Fab says it's done, it's done. Right. So it's done. So really, the, the, the main issue here is that everyone is upset that he how dare he take his talents to major league soccer uh, it, there was a there was a, a tweet from the bag is bigger than him my short thing listen uh you have to respect a man who can carry that big of a bag of cash he and i are the same height so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that, that's kind but of he the... doesn't have the collection of heels you have so <laughs> it looks Fair. different okay well, yeah. well he can afford them now I'll tell you that much yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but let's I think, or do you think, let's start with, is he crazy? Uh, last time I checked, Napoli are in third place. They have a, a pretty good shot at, uh, at, at, you know, at least making a, a run for the league. He's going to stay there to the end of the season. What is he, 31 years old? He'll be 31 in June. He'll be 31 in June. So by the he's time he gets right there, now. he's going to be uh, 31. 
Mm-hmm. Is it stupid of him to run to Toronto and essentially be out, quote unquote, of the, uh, you know, Azuri picture? We'll get to that because that's not necessarily a guarantee. Um, but I, I don't think that it's stupid at all. So the reality of it is you're looking at um, Napoli born and bred kid. OK, he's been with Napoli for 12 years. This is basically by to the to the end right of him. to the end of him. Um, less a couple of brief loans when he was a baby. Okay, so this man and culturally, especially Syria, if you are um, that kid, you have even more pressure on your shoulders to perform and succeed because you've sort of become their token. And it's still true, right? He's their captain now, so there's that entire aspect of it. But he's also their totem. He's he's everything that they stand for. So uh, Napoli stand to lose a lot more um, than most teams with him leaving, not to mention he's a brilliant player. So I don't think that it's a bad move as far as he's concerned. He's going to get roughly 11.5 million euro plus an additional 4.5 million bonus, and that's over five years. Um plus a house, plus a car, <laughs> plus English lessons for the entire family. And I think that he's really looking down the road in terms of what do I want my children to experience and have that I can give them, which who would fault a parent for that? Right. And it doesn't, the way that things have changed, especially Syria, right? So yes, Napoli are top three right now, um, second. And there's what, like, six points or so to shuffle between like the top seven slots. Like the, the table is very packed. Okay. And it's very competitive. It's anybody's up for grab at this point. Um, and so the nature of Serie A has changed, but so has MLS, right? Yeah. So we're not looking at the same comparisons as we have in the past. And that's great <laughs> for the game all around. Yeah. The, um, I, 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 the first thing I noticed, I'm like, just the, the idea of getting his whole family English, English lessons, like Bob Bradley's going to be installing Duolingo on everybody's phone. He's like, yeah. look, we're going to take care of you. Right. <laughs> Hold on. Bob Bradley's from Jersey. <laughs> Who's going to give him English lessons? I, <laughs> honestly, send me, send me Bob. I'll teach him Italian. It might be quicker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not actually spelled M O O T Z for the cheese. It's crazy. <laughs> What's all these like, extra letters for? Bob Bradley. In training to just turn to Insigne and be like, Cosa stai facendo? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I know exactly what. All Insigne is going to hear is the Godfather violin in the background. See, that, but, but when, I, I was going to say, like, the, the thing that is at least, uh, for, at least for me as a, a person who's not a Toronto FC fan, the exciting part for me is how upset this signing is making everybody in Europe. And they they just like, they keep... also in Liga MX. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, not again. <laughs> but I, I love that this is, you know, like the, the, uh, like MLS is becoming this like, uh, um, kind of like s- silent bitter. You know what I mean? That, that it can secretly kind of poach some players from time to time. And people are, uh, you know, our, our, uh, our friend, Sam, uh, Sam Tai, he, 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 
tweeted about it saying like yeah. why would he Poor Sam yeah Sam got clobbered Sam he started with with all with like all due respect or as much respect and just like dude nah. we didn't read that part we didn't read that part I, uh, didn't read yeah. that. I, I too skipped that part and I was like yeah. Sam you want to you want to talk you want to take this yeah, outside yeah, yeah. like this is a personal affront to me now but it's, it, uh-huh. it is interesting like that this is becoming the the like the frustration for a lot of people in in Europe where they they really can't understand that MLS is even mildly relevant in the in the in the ranking of global football that they ha- that players w- may actually want to play here you know even when we were in um uh in England to go see the NYCFC playoff match uh against the against the union it was like we still had to even for the people that probably be in the bar that don't even really care that much about uh about other leagues or whatever or even the sport in general we had to like violently try to convince them, like, trust me, it's okay to put this on for just a moment. It's just an MLS. People match. that were leaving, people that were leaving the bar were against them turning it on. <laughs> As they were leaving the bar, you're not even gonna be here. But I think that also it does this does this say more about the trouble that Syria is going through financially over the past like two years? About the reaction that's like, oh no, if we lose Insigne and MLS is willing to pay damn near 20 million. You know, a year. That, what does that say I about think us? That year, yeah, I don't think that you're too far off base. I think that this pandemic has illuminated a lot of financial issues that have been exacerbated that they previously thought, oh, we can recoup this creatively, right? Whether it be in stadium revenue or otherwise, this has lasted far longer than any of the leagues, including Serie A, had anticipated. But also, I mean, just going back to basics, um, Napoli's owner, Aurelio Di Laurentiis, is like an all business socks kind of guy. This hasn't changed. Yeah. He, if he does not see the value or think that you are worth X amount of dollars, he is not paying it, even if you are his own child. <laughs> so his I like perception, this guy already. His you know? <laughs> he just, he's, he's a very, he's very much a business guy. Let's put it yeah. down. Okay. Um, it ain't personal. So, it's like dad. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's, it's like, listen, I, I don't see that this being a fair value exchange going forward, even though you've been here for 12 years and you're still performing at the highest possible levels for us. You are obviously our talisman and otherwise our team captain. Right. But um, I think that, uh, because of that loyalty too, it made it even less likely that Insigne would have gone to another Serie A club. Um, we got in the chat, Sabuteo said, can Insigne do it on a rainy Tuesday night in Stoke? He's not going to need to. He's going to have to do it on a snowy <laughs> in snow. Tuesday night yeah, in Toronto. Can he um, do it in earlobe deep snow? Because we yeah, may reach that yeah. height realistically. Yeah. Thank God um, that pitch is warmed. And he's so close to it, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Also, uh, thank you, DBT1178, for hitting the subscribe button. Um, but uh, there was a question in here. Oh, yeah. Well, Peter Carcia said something really funny. He said, Twitter journalists are equivalent to that one weird kid in class wearing khakis saying, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> what a very specific person he's talking about. I was like, man, who is, is this Steve? This is like a person you know. <laughs> you know. Yo, you don't like this kid. I'm Maybe like, are you saying khaki. I wear khakis? <laughs> yeah. I think he was making fun of uh, Sam T. The tie. Uh, but let's let's talk about what does, because uh, Napoli's not making any money from this transfer. This is technically a free transfer. He's a free agent. Yeah, he's yeah. a free agent. Yeah, so did, does, does not believe lose an opportunity here to have either, like you say, signed on the hometown kid, you know, the born and uh, born and bred Bartheno by which look, my, my wife's families are all, are, are all from Naples. 
Naples people are wildly, wildly, wildly like tribalistic. They mm-hmm. love Naples more than they love Italy. Like Naples it's, is the thing yeah. they is the flag they root for first. It's religion. It's, it's yeah, everything. It's, yeah. It's it's I'm not I'm not I'm gonna guess here that it's Maradona, God, uh <laughs> Naples, pizza, you know, like in that mm-hmm. order. Maybe your grandmother at some point in there. You're uh, not far off. You're you're actually hitting it right on the target. <laughs> but does what does this say about him? And also what does it say about Javinko who came out and said, quote unquote, it's not real football, but he's gonna love it. And I think his I think his interview was a little bit misquoted. A little bit. But him saying- and I think actually Marco Messina uh, did a really good job of incredible job. kind of clarifying some of that with Javinko um, the other day. So if you haven't actually caught that interview, um, it's a worthwhile listen. Uh, he gets to say in his own words that basically he wanted to just say that, you know, the, the leagues are different. They're not comparable. It's just different soccer. And um, it it got overblown, as most things do. But of course, they're going to sensationalize that. It's going to get clicks and people are going to pay attention to that. Um, But he also acknowledged that, you know, MLS, uh, as well as Serie A, are are different now than they were in 2015 when he went to Toronto, which is fair, right? And Partly because of him. I'm right. And I'm I'm not right. Like there's going to be the pioneers, essentially, right, that came from abroad to do their work. But Quite frankly, Javinko is a great player, but he really did his finest work in MLS. So I'd never take that away from him by any means. But I think that because he's such an easy one-to-one comparison for people that maybe don't watch both leagues, um, it's inaccurate, right? There's there's different accomplishments. There's different skills tactically that Insigne have and Javinko have that just aren't, it's not, it's not an apples to apples comparison, right? Like you have Insigne coming in on the back of a 2020 Euro win, which is great. Um, but he also is, and again, I do not uh, wish to do any Jovinko erasure, but like Insigne has 114 goals in 414 appointments for Napoli alone. Uh, Jovinko was never putting up those numbers. Same thing for the Azuri, 10 goals, um, 53 apps. Um, it just, it's not, you're not looking Yo, at the he same players. Yo, he appetizers? Incredible. Yeah. This guy's a legend. <laughs> All the mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Definitely a mozzarella stick guy. I am a um, fucking, I'm an Insigne fan, dude. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think what happens is, you know, they, they look, people look at Jovinko and they look at Insigne and they're like, they're the same height. They were probably the exact same player. Uh, and no, right. Insigne has a... No, they're I very mean, yeah, different. They're both quick. Uh, they're both talented, but they're, they're just not the same. I'll say this. So, Insigne, if Insigne doesn't do what Giovinco did at Toronto, it is going to be, I mean, a tremendous waste of money, right? The bar is, is actually very, is it? very high. I think the thing oh, is- if you couldn't pay, you couldn't spend $20 million and get the PR that Toronto FC has already gotten. Okay, I mean... <laughs> I think, right, like, I agree with that part, but so, just to draw a comparison, right? So, talking about bloated paychecks, irrespective of player, right, and expecting certain things to come of it, whether or not, how are we measuring success, right? So what this will be will be an ongoing, if not never-ending, discourse <laughs> uh-huh. as to whether or not he succeeded at Toronto at the end of the day, right? And this isn't going to be very different from the Ronaldo at Juve signing and discourse from there, right? So it just gives people more things to argue about on the internet. Bless up. Like, <laughs> that's Let's what go. it's going to be. Give me more. Okay? I need it. <laughs> 
Um, in the meantime, <laughs> I think that it really will reinvigorate some interest in MLS. I think that you have to give shouts to all my Toronto Italians because they're deep in there and that will be certainly appreciated to have somebody on Canadian soil once more to kind of dazzle them. And it'll be fun to watch, right? He'll join yeah. mid-season and we'll see what he can do from there. So I think that that's why we also have to be a little bit cautious is like, what what's the expectation for somebody coming in mid-season, right. depending upon where Toronto fall to begin with. But what you're actually getting is a very talented player who's quick. You got a forward there, right? He's a righty. He likes to play the left wing, but he can also play right or central. You could also use him as a false nine. Uh, the thing is, We'll see what Bob does, right? Like right. I'm not, I'm not the mastermind of TFC. Um, <laughs> nobody oh. wants that. Okay. He also, he's not going to get in trouble because he's not. He, no one's going to sell him alcohol. You know. Uh, <laughs> he looks young. <laughs> Man, uh, this this 16 year old has quite the beard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First of all, hell of a kick on him. Hex uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael Raymond put Naples, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Maradona got messed. It's a little different there. Uh, Sabatino said, great name, uh, great big name for bringing more eyes to MLS in all seriousness, which I think is the point. I think it's the point. It's why you spend this money and why probably MLS is like, thank you, Toronto. You know, yeah. uh, Barry Aguna agrees with you. Said Javinko was already out with the national team before his MLS transfer. Estino got, uh, Insigne still got a lot left in his legs. Justin Freeberg. Uh, said Javico quote was mistranslated. That's true. There was another one that I wanted to read. I want to read this uh, one. This that was from, like from Douglas R. My guy was dusty. <laughs> that one? <laughs> Douglas R. Yeah. He said Toronto FC had an epiphany and saw God after being dog walked by DC United last season in that 7 1 loss. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Wow. Dog walked. Barry Aguna said Javico was already dusted with the acidity. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you know, like he's not, I wouldn't say. Dusted. He did get two subsequent call-ups. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he got called up. He right. got called up twice while he was already at Toronto. So it's not unheard of that that would happen. It's just that it didn't pan out, right. unfortunately. I saw right? I, and good. And then the 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 issue with with uh, as far as um, call-ups or going to a World Cup. We don't even know if Italy's going to make it to the World Cup, right? They're, they're still... A that big... was going to be my question. <laughs> if they hurdle. make it, if they is make he it. on the squad? <clears throat> I think he, he left to Toronto. He's like, look, I'm going to go get paid. Who know, Who cares if I'm... I, we may not even be at the World Cup. And and you can't... There's no, there's no logical like, reason. Bitch, I'll buy the World Cup. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> the player, though... The player that, the, that Insigne is, though, he's not... He's not doing this as a, I'm done, I'm tapping out, right? right? And I think it's fair for him to do this and have the expectation that he would still have a spot on the squad. Mancini isn't Conte um, <laughs> and some of the past men. I mean, realistically, it, right? It, so everybody wants to have... Initially, I thought you said, isn't Conte? But then I'm like, oh, no, that's, I know what she meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... The the quote that everybody gets up in arms with or wants to use as like the blanket excuse for why he's never getting called up ever again. And this depends on the manager, right? This isn't right. a guarantee, right? El Shawari got called up too by Mancini and he's been playing in China. So that's it's nothing. But the quote, and I actually pulled it up because I was like, I'm not gonna misquote this. No. <laughs> so Conti in a press conference, and this is what people generally live and die by now, is when you make a certain choice and go to play in certain leagues. You do so taking it into account that they could pay the consequences from a footballing viewpoint, right? 
And that's very much on on you, right? right? Like, so if you don't play up the standard, and again, Jovinko peak form at Toronto when he was here, that's fine. But does it, is it translating back to other leagues? And again, we're also looking back far enough in the years that it makes a difference, especially given the younger leagues like MLS. You make huger leaps forward in smaller increments of time. And we've seen that. So we've progressed. So for everybody that has not watched MLS or watched Syria, um, now's your time. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's yeah. a, if you if you gonna if you're gonna miss uh, Insigne, they're they're on. I'm sure there's a channel available wherever you are uh, to watch these games. So go for it. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is um, speaking of uh, quotes getting uh, uh, you know misquoted or uh, issues with interviews. Oh, stop. Don't you dare! <laughs> no, the, my guy, my guy said too much. Romelu Lukaku, Romelu Lukaku, really talking about how much he misses uh, Inter and, and Lautaro Martinez and and everything. Really, just were you know, everyone essentially took it as like he's not take, taking Chelsea seriously enough, and that's why uh, you know uh, Thomas Tuchel uh, mentioned in uh, in an interview like uh, he's being dropped off the squad because he's it's too much of a of a distraction, but. What what did you think of Romelu's comments overall? I mean, in general, he just said that he obviously he wanted to play more. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing. He wanted to play more. You're and- doing a terrible job of paraphrasing. Uh, he said, <laughs> "I'm in a moment where I believe the manager. <laughs> I'm in the, I'm in a moment in which I believe the manager can make me play more, but I respect his choices. I just have to keep working and wait for my moment. I think that's what you're talking about. Yes. But then he goes on to say, uh. With me, it's always Milano, Milano, Milano. <laughs> and then he tells Lautaro, I would love to play with him again, but don't come to Chelsea. I'll go back to you in Inter. <laughs> so what are you confused by? I mean, he, he didn't say, I hate Chelsea. I hate Cam- I just said, I want to play and I miss my home. Have back- you met the English? <laughs> <laughs> You're the slightest disrespect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, in case anybody was wondering, soccer and uh, football fans might be a little volatile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Emotionally unhinged. Yeah. There's a little damage, but we mean well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think with Lukaku, it wasn't, it's not a secret that he enjoyed his time at Inter. He was appreciated. He thrived. Unfortunately, Inter were almost in the midst of declaring bankruptcy at peak pandemic. So um, there's a reason that Conte exited. There's a reason that he um, was sold. I mean, it happens, right? Um, I I don't really know what to make of it other than there was speculation that that quote had actually been held from back when he was injured. So um, outside of that, without any additional context, right, it, it is what it is. But I think that Tuchel seemed to take it uh, in stride. And I think that him not playing him was extremely intentional. Um, but hopefully they got whatever it was squared away because I'm perpetually rooting for Lukaku. I think he's a great player. Yeah. Now, what what happens in Inter that he fell in love. Is it just because maybe the fans just showed him love? Is that really all it was? Was well, there something, I know his career took a, took a very positive turn. Could it just have been that? I think that uh, coming off of the United stint where he kind of just got abused <laughs> and was <laughs> underappreciated drastically to say the least, um, the pendulum swung back the other way. Um, he was performing, he was appreciated. Um, and also Conti as a manager will get every last drop of potential out of you that he can. 
Um, I wish that were not his superpower, especially since he's currently at Spurs. But um, tell me about it. Yeah, really. Can yeah. I do something about that? Could, could you guys? Could you guys lose real quick? <laughs> or you know what? Just wait till the North London Derby in, in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> When when you see this, I mean, there's so much going on with Inter, whether they're able to keep a lot of their players, where they have to keep selling, what is their financial situation? When you look at this, is there any possibility that if Chelsea decides, you know what, we're done with it, 100 million is nothing to Abramovich? Yeah. You know, maybe he, is there a chance he goes back? And but it's without content, does he I end up at Tottenham? Right. Oh, no. oh my gosh. Oh, Let's no. not do that, please. Um, now, I, I think that it would require some movement in terms of current roster for them to come up with that kind of cash still. Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I would be really shocked if it were, but I think that he's probably going to be settled with Tuchel for a while. Um, and hopefully they resolve whatever issues exist. Uh, I think the only way I see him moving more quickly than that is if he legitimately comes down in price, which would be like a desperation move where it's like, I legitimately want to be out of here this badly. And that would certainly send a statement. I love this from Bay Raguna. He, uh, he just said, uh, Lukaku needs a hug. Okay. <laughs> I can yeah. see that. Remember Aww. when, uh, was it Colo Torre who was upset uh, that no one got him a birthday cake first birthday at was City? It, was it him? I don't know. Remember Maybe that? I can see that. It was Torre. <laughs> some players need like you know a hug and some of them need somebody screaming at them constantly to perform it depends that's oh. why managers get paid what they get paid right it's interesting because i think the uh especially with lukaku his you know obviously his time at i'm mean, obviously i'm a fan right he was incredible at everton and i and especially after we 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 went to um uh, the the everton game and being around evertonians you can understand why some players might be spoiled by that treatment because everton fans whether even if you're bad they still kind of love you for for playing for the club and representing the team they really even on, on players that didn't even play well they they still have like a fond like relationship with those players and, and Lukaku was an absolute hero at, at Everton. So and really anywhere else he goes, it's really not going to be the same. So I, I, there I, goes Christian just wedging. I'm just Everton saying, in what, I, what I'm saying is regardless that, of the conversation, if, if you are, he's like, quick, here's my opening. If you yeah. are, if you are, world, <laughs> if you are a world class, class footballer, and I'm talking to you, Erling Haaland and Killian Mbappe, Everton yeah, yeah. really is the place for you. If you want to be appreciated, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. We're you not- want love? <laughs> oh, you didn't get it. By the way, it was Yaya Tori. I looked it up. You didn't get a birthday cake. <laughs> we'll give you got, got that birthday cake, cake every day, okay? <laughs> I know, funny. You get a birthday cake because it's Monday. Everybody's hideously out of shape. Although I want to ask you one more question because you're not just a Serie A expert. You are also yet another gooner, and I always like having uh, fellow gooners around. Um, I posed this question on Twitter. It got a pretty much a 50-50 reaction. Let's say Lukaku, and I'm going to ask both of you this question, even though yeah. I know Christians already. Let's say Lukaku, <laughs> even though I know somebody posed, I think it was Sabuteo said, They've already made up him and Tuchel. Yeah, Lukaku and Tuchel have already aired it out privately now. They're on good terms again. Let's say that didn't happen. Let's say the season continues to slide and uh, Lukaku is back on the market uh, in this in this transfer window for $50 million. $50 million, That's half price. Still a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Do you want him at your club? Yes or no? I don't see him fitting at Arsenal. 
I mean, he's not because of his attitude. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can we wind the doors a little bit? This guy's got shoulders. But, I mean, uh, yeah, honestly, he'd be a great dog to have on the field because he's just embodying everybody. But I think that I like the progression that we're seeing toward younger players. And yes, you need to still have the seasoned vets around to sort of steer the way and, and help people figure their way out. But um, I feel like I, I want to go younger as yeah. we move forward. I, I want a long term plan. I want to see the Invincibles back again. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, <laughs> the streetwear going to be so good. <laughs> yeah. uh, Crimson Pizza said Everton will get you the fanciest birthday cake from Tesco that money can buy. <laughs> so I guess that's five pounds. Uh, Higgapiti said, if he were at 50 million, I would personally travel to London to beg West Ham to get him. <laughs> and Barry Aguna said, Arsenal needs to steal uh, Dominic Cover Lewin and Everton can have Lukaku back. Bro, <laughs> so, I don't know why we need to remove one of his players. It's not even our player. We just steal a player. So the question that is probably the easiest to answer in the world, Christian, 50 million though, that might be tough because of the financial situation your club is in. Do you do that deal? 50 million to bring back Lukaku. Uh, yeah. A hundred percent. You, you build, you build, just like, it ain't my money. You, you build whatever, like 30% of the stadium. And that's what you'll play on. <laughs> okay. You don't have to even have, don't, you don't even need all the lines. You don't even need both goals. Get Lukaku. We, we get an idea. We, get an idea we know what the goes. game sort of is. We've seen yeah. enough of it. You don't need to. Cones out. We got cones. <laughs> okay. Like what, when I used to play in the park, we put two backpacks for the goals. Okay. That's all yeah. we need. That's all right. Um, Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, man, that would be so. <laughs> I, somebody Yo. that can just hold the ball up front, a professional footballer at Everton. I'll take it any day. Let's go. Thank you to Balm for subscribing. B A One M Balm. I guess it's Balm. Okay. Freddie says for Everton at this point, why not? So there you go. And I agree with you. Just to give my answer. I think he's a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, a changing room cancer, so to speak, uh, because of stuff, because of shit like this. I love what interesting euphemism. Just changing room cancer. Just an actual, yeah. the worst yeah. disease. Super casual. No, 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 no. But I put I put bunny ears, so you can't get mad at me. It, <laughs> if it, I do this. It doesn't count. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's so I say to my mother, like, wow, my, you acting real bitchy right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look at them. What are you getting mad for? Oh, wow. wow. So you're just going to hit me? Even though I give you money? <laughs> you're breaking the code. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. If there's, if uh, Christine, if you want to uh, uh, stick around for some other subject, feel free to do that. If you, if you got to go, uh, absolutely no worries about it. So you just let me know. Um, the the other thing I, I wanted to do this maybe we can <laughs> they added the quote Colo Blanco added if you... <laughs> changing room cancer Alexis January 4th 2020 you sons of assholes <laughs> you absolute sons of assholes I, I, I wanted to maybe th this we can wrap with this uh, or at least wrap uh, Christine with this because I wanted to I was going to play this later but I think this will be perfect I saw um, this uh, this tweet and it was it's a video of a I don't even know what where the game is from, but we just retweeted it uh, a little bit earlier. But I wanted to react to it with uh, with everyone. Thank so, you, Morgan Tenza. Um, Sorry, she said my hair looked great today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we got to make sure we stop the show uh, to make sure. Yeah, hundred percent. No, no, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, so uh, Christine. Did you see this? 
I don't know if you saw this video. Uh, this this I, is the most professional overlay we've ever had. But. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't have I didn't have any time to say. <laughs> say I mean, maybe I'll do this. I'll do this. Okay. There you go. I'll be a little bit bigger. She's in the tweet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, so this is a game. I don't know where this game is, um, but it, it's, it feels like England. It feels like I think that based on the sponsors I'm seeing. Uh, if anybody is English and, and can uh, recognize the team names, WHK and THB, uh, let us. This is very much non-league, right? Okay, got it. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm gonna play this, and and this is probably the the most insane. Uh, this is a bunch of highlights, but this is probably the most insane game I've ever seen in my life. Okay. The highlights are edited together like a like a Scorsese film. Okay. So people are just you know they're, they're just. Rocketing shots everywhere. Right. Um, Look but, at this. The keeper just passed it to the striker. Striker scores. Right. And then so now, <laughs> red team. It's, it's just terrible shot after terrible shot. Nobody wants right. to take a shot Dude. from inside the box. This was an open shot. Missed it wide. And now here comes a scuffle. And, and this, this is real fight. <laughs> I do how are you going to play that poorly and then fight? That's embarrassing. But now this is where the this is where the fun starts because here comes the official one red card, two red cards, third red card. So the crowd was olaying the red cards. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were entertained by this. They're yeah. Okay. So player on the ground. It, it, now he gets up in between the guy's legs. They're fighting <laughs> and. And this, I thought oh, that was another red card. This was obviously a, a breakaway would have had a, a, a great ball. Open field tackle, different football. <laughs> then he punches him. Freddie uh, Freddy said, this is how I play FIFA. Uh, <laughs> I'll say B said, that's not a quote-unquote scuffle. It's <laughs> a full-on fist fight, yeah. <laughs> that guy just punched the dude on the ground. Another Fifth red card. Okay, now this right there. A wild, wild tackle. I want to play that back because uh, the guy in the blue team loses the ball. Six red cards. <laughs> Six. <laughs> loses the ball. High kicks. I mean, in the in the torso. That's Cobra Kai. That's a Cobra Kai tackle. <laughs> Very good. He just said, at least nobody took a dive. <laughs> and uh, Higginpedia put nothing like the English division. It's just real football, mate. It's just real football, mate. <laughs> no, you okay. Mate, we went to the real place. <laughs> yeah, completely open. But look at this. Goalkeeper way out of his line. Keeper off his line, passes the ball. Look. Why didn't he take another touch? Look at this. Hits it into the stands. <laughs> the camera person Girl, what are you knew at? immediately. <laughs> went right back to the <laughs> and then game is over. And, and this is my favorite part. The, the managers just shaking hands at the end, like nothing just happened. <laughs> Good game. Good game, mate. <laughs> See you again next week, mate. <laughs> yeah. Absolute madness. Uh, I don't know. Again, that, that was from uh, one. Oh, of- Higipedia did look it up. He said it's uh, Whitehawk versus Three Bridges in the Isthmian <laughs> Southeast Division, which is the eighth tier. Wow. So that is outside of the football league. Those are uh, amateurs. Yes. 
three so bridges. Those people my, have to go to work with club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, white three bridges. Uh, that, I guess they're playing Queens. <laughs> Michael Raymond just said that it's called X football, like XFL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the one, the one interesting thing. <laughs> Barry Guna said Vinnie Jones Academy versus Roy Keane All Stars. <laughs> The one thing I wanted to, that that I honestly thought about this because all the comments are usually like this is crazy. Look how hilarious this is. But on top of the actual, the, you know, the literal violence, there's there's also a lot of bad, poor quality football being played right here. And the Very thing nice. I hate is that we that they can we can always find. I think the internet can find humor when men play football poorly. But if a woman makes a mistake, it is like. Oh no, how can we, how can we watch this? But look at, this was literally an, an anthology of just terrible. <laughs> of just That's ter- the Criterion Collection <laughs> of mistakes. This is the, one of the worst games I've ever seen. And, and, and I wish we can get to the point where we can, when, oh, if a woman makes a mistake playing football, that we can laugh about it just like we yeah, do here. It can still be funny. No, yeah. until then, we're, we all have to be playing at least two or three times as hard as men and making sure that mm-hmm. we don't ever make an error because <laughs> we will never, ever hear the end of it. It's, it's like, ah, oh, you can't play. And you're like, buddy, you, you literally can't complete three <laughs> passes in the single game and you're coming at me. Okay. okay. But yeah, no, it's Aussie, nice to have these Aussie games AB, AB said, where's the fourth bridge? And uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, wait, where is it? Uh, Higapita put the fourth bridge got knocked out with a high tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is a last question uh, for Christine. Uh, Tabutea just said, before Christine leaves, can we get her thoughts on Liverpool attempting to postpone the Arsenal semifinal in the Carabao Cup? They have sent Mane, uh, Keita, Salah to AFCON, and COVID cases and injuries have stopped them putting out a, a remaining strong team. <clears throat> My question, bottle jobs or valid excuse for postponement, bearing in mind Arsenal's average team is, is age 24? Yeah, no, I think, I think that uh, we're getting back into precarious COVID territory, unfortunately, uh, globally. And because some of the leagues have higher vaccination rates and requirements than others, it's going to continue to be a problem until we reach some sort of agreed upon standard. Um, we're, have, we're starting to see the same things again uh, in Serie A. So speaking of Napoli, they're playing or should be playing uh, Juventus on Thursday this week on Paramount Plus. Um, but Napoli's coming off of a string of COVID cases, Insigne being one of them. Um, he should be healthy, but questionable. Um, I think that we need to start considering what the correct protocol is when you have X number of players infected, because especially with the Omicron variant, not that I am um, a specialist in the field, but it's far more contractable. And you're also five times or something to that effect, more likely to get reinfected by Omicron. So I think that irrespective of how young the players are, we still need to protect our athletes. We don't, we don't know what the long-term effects are. So I would err on the side of caution, but I also am not uh, acting in the interest of money-making. I'm making decisions based on what I think would be best for humans. Well, can I give you a different Arsenal opinion? You're a wild scared of a son. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting take, yeah. I won love, a few games. I love, the, some I love the nuance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
point, counterpoint. <laughs> You're the wild scare, B. <laughs> and they I like how I'm like, put sunglasses. I'm like, in my uh, expert opinion, like, he's like, yo, they're yeah. wild, boy. <laughs> I open I open a bag of Doritos as you're speaking to prepare for my statement. <laughs> uh, the real DJ Art just said, I got COVID now, fucking around in the Bronx, salsa con fuego. <laughs> a club. I think it's a club, right? Is it? Uh, I'm so sorry. And he put, and I'm vaccinated. What the I fuck? I hope you feel better, yeah. but uh, everybody, yeah. like, you know, it's, take care of yourself. Dude, there's more people uh, get uh, that I know at least getting it now than even at the beginning pre-vaccine. It's unbelievable. So, yeah. I have been very fortunate that I have not yet gotten it, but Same I have friends here. that have Same. had it now twice or three times. But uh, right now, in terms of infection rates, we're at double what we were, what we used to call peak COVID in New York City. Crazy. So um, be careful. Wear a mask, wash your hands, try not to lick any doorknobs or strangers, um, mm. or at least make sure they have a negative test first. How dare you take my rights away, Christine Google? <laughs> I can't, can't lick strangers. So all of you who are looking forward to licking strangers. <laughs> Get your negative test. Right, right. First consent, then. <laughs> right, right, right. Then. Consent part. Uh, enthusiastic consent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Trust then me. a negative test. I always get consent from my doorknobs, all right? Yeah, you feel me? Yo, I, I, you, you, gotta, you gotta do some foreplay with the doorknob first. Anyway. My doorknob's not sure because it goes... <laughs> That's a door, not a knob. But okay, I get the joke. The joke is a good joke. Let me have the bit, Christian. All right. Christine, thank you so much for joining us, uh, for taking the time out of your afternoon. We seriously, seriously appreciate it. Uh, Absolute best. Everybody follow Christine Coupo on Twitter at CCoupo or uh, on Instagram at Miss Coupo. Uh, and, uh, and check her out on CBS Sports, uh, at CBS Sports Golasso. Uh, she's doing a bunch of stuff there, Sarah And if you think dunks are hard to get, Try to get one of her cookies. I promise you it's harder. Yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> They're going to be on StockX. <laughs> Is there anything uh, that I missed that you may want to let people know about? No, Christine? no. Uh, thank you for having me again, guys. It's always such a fun time. And uh, uh, thank you, everyone else, for tolerating my Seria ad nauseum. Come, come watch. It's, it's a good time. <laughs> That's the ah in Seria. Ah. Seria <laughs> nausea. <laughs> uh, Christine, uh, you're the absolute best. Thank you so much. So uh, I'll, I'll let you go. You'll still be in the background, but you can uh, close out whenever uh, you're ready. Perfect. Thanks, guys. All right. Peace. Bye. Take it easy. All right. Shout to How great is that? Christine Coupo uh, uh, for joining us. Ken, uh, some insight on uh, on Serie A, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, usually, uh, you know, we have all the I- I- Italian football calcio stuff locked down. But uh, we figured- speaking of, by the way, just speaking of uh, COVID, Justin Freeberg said, I'm just over a week from having been confirmed positive. Right now, I'm doing great, but not going anywhere for at least the, uh, the next week. So please be safe, everyone. Please be safe. Yeah. Uh, the real DJ art. Also, please uh, hope you recover quickly and everything is perfectly fine. Okay. Thank you, Sabateo. It's a great guest. Yeah, no, Christine Kupo is the best. Yeah, yeah. She'll be back uh, on as well. Uh, she's uh, an absolute homie. She's great. Okay. Uh, anything else uh, that we should make sure that we-, we didn't talk about the thing that was listed as the title when we started? Oh, Ralph yeah. Rangnick. Oh, yeah. Just uh, United losing to Wolves. Their fans are going ballistic. Uh, in fact, what did you, did you get a chance to watch the game? I didn't watch the game. I saw the goal uh, and I saw the, all you know all the fan reaction afterwards. I was I had an important phone call to take while the game was on in the second half, but I did one of those things where I muted the game, threw on the AirPods, and I stared at the TV while I spoke on the phone. So the person I was speaking to on the phone 
would I would be saying a fairly nondescript sentence. Like I'd be like, yeah, I could email you that as soon as I get off the phone. But I would say like, yeah, I'll email that to you as soon as I get off the phone. You know, because <laughs> it was action happening. This was one of the most tense matches I've ever seen. And I'm not a fan of either of these clubs, but I have a feeling that this was like the, um, you know, this was the Total Soccer Show Clásico, you know? Right, right, right. The Total Soccer Show Derby. Mm-hmm. And yo, Daryl was up in heaven just <laughs> having a good time with this one, pulling the strings. <laughs> yeah. What a, what an absolute, hey, Min AFC, thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you. Um, the uh, What an absolute insane match, but also just the result. Right, I saw the goal. This has turned everything upside down. I, I saw the goal, and I saw the, essentially the uh, kind of the reaction from everybody. Uh, I was watching uh, Flex and and his response, and and from what I gather is that Wolves pretty much dominated this game. Uh, <laughs> Ex Michael Raven put important phone call. Alexis is ordering pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They put it in quotes. I'm trying to close this business deal, honey. Stop it. <laughs> I have a briefcase in my hand for some reason. <laughs> I love it. So if you, if you if you are a Manchester United fan, um, I highly recommend <laughs> I highly recommend you follow um, Nigerian Scams. Uh, he also works for, uh, for CBS Sports. Uh, and, the homie. And he, he tweeted this uh, uh, and the, the caption says the, the Premier League looking at Ralph Ragnick's uh, tactics. And this is from uh, 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 what, what? Rush Hour. Rush Hour. I forgot which one. Um, but this is uh, Chris Tucker. Hold it. What are you doing? Holding a uh, a dollar bill, a hundred dollar bill and burning it in, uh, in front of Don Cheadle. Oh, it's fake. <laughs> Got you. Who you say gave that to you? Uh, it made me laugh because obviously the caption, the Premier League looking at Ralph Ragnick's tactics. So look, it is uh, what, what? <laughs> Robert from LA said pizza stock. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting roasted in the chat. Uh, Sabatia said, I watched the games. Wolves deserve the win. United back to Ole era play and style. Matic and McTominay playing in a 4-4-2 when you need fast meal fielders was, the down, was their downfall. And they got absolute beasted in the midfield. Yeah. So I know you didn't watch it, but you saw the goal. The goal was one of those that was like coming. It kept the, the momentum just would not switch back to Manchester United side. Right. It really, the first half completely, it felt like Wolves had complete control. They just couldn't get that final product. And people forget this was at Old Trafford. Right. They look, and honestly, if it wasn't for, you know, a moment of magic, they could have also lost to Arsenal. They've had some games at Old Trafford where that, that idea of it being a fortress is kind of gone. Nothing spells that more than freaking wolves, which is what, what position were they in when this, uh, uh, oh, this uh, when this match happened, uh, eighth, they were still in eighth. They're still, they were still in eighth. And they're st- yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't move. Absolute. I, first of all, I mean, it's just the team below uh, Manchester United, but this, this win could have put Manchester United in position to compete against, you know, uh, it would have probably brought them up to fourth, right? Because they would have hopped over Arsenal, right? They were, uh, no. No, they would have been. No, they would have been in 34. They, they would have been in fifth above West Ham with one game left in hand. Right. You oh, know, and there were so many people talking about like, oh, look how many matches we have in hand. Look how many matches we have in hand. Uh, you got to win them. Look, Tottenham has been doing well. They've been taking points from every one of those matches they've had in hand. But if you're Manchester United, you got to win those matches. Those points aren't already all guaranteed. And playing a team like Wolves, you've got to be able to be Wolves at home. Right. Um, uh, Baum or B-H-A-1-M said first league win at Old Trafford. since. Oh, he actually spelled it out. It's Baheim. 
Baheim. Okay, perfect. B apostrophe H A I M. Perfect. Baheim, first league win at Old Trafford since the 80s uh, for Wolves. Uh, okay. <laughs> Look at Max Michael Raymond's. Uh, rang Nick, more like rang tits. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you showed him. But you know the damn vibe. Um, <laughs> you know Look, I, the um, there, there was a, a lot of fun, funny um, like memes and stuff. I can't, um, I, I don't have them pulled up now. But they, they there was one, um, uh, an image of of Bruno Fernandez uh looking frustrated at Cristiano Ronaldo and and the caption just said uh why did you come to united you should have gone to city you know we we would have been doing better <laughs> so, by the way he corrected me yet again it's no it's be home like palm with an h <laughs> so it is bomb I it's the first thing i said <laughs> no be home be home not 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 bomb he said like palm with an h but it says no. It says no. Be home. Look at the 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 comment above. It. I get it. I'm gonna assume it's be home, not. But it, change your name. <laughs> change your name. <laughs> you know what? You know what's available? Rank tits. Have you heard of it? <laughs> it's a good name. It's a strong family name. Uh, <laughs> Yanni Marte says, uh, Alexis saying something positive about Spurs. Better get my umbrella. It's going to rain. <laughs> oh, it absolutely will. My tears, if you guys keep winning. Uh, Sabotel said, to be fair uh, to Phil Jones, he had a good game. He looked big comeback. The guys really had it rough uh, with his mental health, mostly because of, his own fans going after him, right? Did you see the the uh, the post game interview from Luke Shaw? Luke Shaw d- defended him. He said, like, you know, he was happy uh, for Phil Jones that he's had a tough time, that he's get he's gets heavily criticized by uh, by the fans, and that he was happy to see him uh, play. So he really like defended his homie because Phil Phil Jones has has become, I mean, a a, a joke because of especially that video. Is the other McGuire. <laughs> right. I mean, but even because of the um, uh, what you call it, th- that video of him um, with that with the, the wild face trying to, you know, trying to attack the ball with his head while he's on the ground. And he's just like, you know, th- th- you've seen that video of they zoom in. on yeah, his yeah, face, yeah. And he's like, the guy looks like a madman. But li- honestly, if you put the camera on anyone's face when they're playing football, they are they they're going to look absolutely insane no matter what activity or what part of the game they're they're participating in. I will say this. Look, you shouldn't make fun of the guy and, you know, he's had a rough go. You got to give the guy a chance to come back from injury. Yeah, but videos like that don't instill a lot of confidence. You right, right. I, mean? it's all, it's all I, I get I get why you're I get why you're picking on it. it, it but, uh, but it's like become like there's like for every mistake. <laughs> X-Michael Raymond put beat it. <laughs> Like palm, like palm. Like tits. <laughs> Bear Guna said, "Phil Jones is the Scalabrini of the Prem." That's interesting, right? Uh, okay. I mean, Sabuteo actually has Phil Jones's photo as, as the, the little emo. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's just, but there seems to be like, um, like w- whenever Manchester United center backs make mistakes, they're like. There's like forty thousand hit pieces on them of, of why they're a failure and why they'll never. <laughs> yeah, but you could see why they've had a rough one. I look. The last I couple, mean, the last. Couple, it doesn't make. It doesn't seem like any decision they make at center back is working, since what Vidic and Real Ferdinand. <laughs> it's been a, it's been mean, a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, <laughs> so no, but that that is the, the 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 last. When was the last time United won the league? When was the last time? Oh God, twenty thirteen. Uh, 
20... No. Can it be that long? I think it's 2013, right? 2012? If anybody in the chat, uh, please let me know. Um, but it's been... There, there was just... You know, Manchester United fans are just so used to... 2012, 2013. Right. Um, so people, they're so wow. used to success. And, and it's been... The tide has turned, and it's been it's difficult to see Manchester United not even really competing for the title. Because they, what's the was well, I think the closest they were in the last nine years was wasn't it two years ago when they were in second when they were like twelve points off? They, I mean, they haven't really last year. Even, last, last year, year. they were last in year. Second. They haven't yeah. even been that close in 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 all that time. So th- this is why they they, they there's so much attention. Paid to them when they make mistakes because they everybody's waiting for them to return to glory, and it's <laughs> it's like it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen anytime soon, especially with the roster that they have. So, here's my question Who on Manchester United? This is what I want to figure out, mm. and you know, the, the chat can help us out here. Who on Manchester United, staff or player, is most at fault? Um. So, if you had to give two or three names right now that you think are at fault for what's happening right now, who would you say? Um, look, I think we're... Someone's going to say Chris Armis. <laughs> I know someone's <laughs> going to say Chris Armis. I think we're done with the, you know, at least Manchester United fans. Because I've, I've also seen this, that some Manchester United fans are like... Ali was right. We shouldn't have let him go. You know what I mean? The same people that were like, we need to get rid of this. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. We got Glazer and Woodward. So uh, you knew the Glazers were going to get thrown under the, under the bus, but yeah. they've, they've put their money where their mouth is. They've, um, <laughs> Morgan tends to put damn in Alexis. I was typing Chris Armis. Um, <laughs> the Glazers have bought you the, the things you've wanted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They you- got you Ronaldo when everybody was flipping out that Ronaldo was going to city. Mm-hmm. Right, brought back a legend. They went out and got uh, Shamak, Shamak, and Shamak. <laughs> Peter Garcia, Luke <laughs> uh People are blaming Ronaldo. Ronaldo's getting credit, uh, getting uh, blamed. Pogba wasn't even playing. Pogba somehow gets blamed. Um, who is at most to blame here? I mean, yeah, you're gonna. I mean, I, I'll go with what everyone's saying in the chat, like the 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 board and the, the owners. And but why? You're gonna have to. The chat doesn't have to. But I'm gonna ask you to tell me why. Because because they've tried everything else, right? They've tra- they've changed managers. They've gotten big players, big <laughs> you're signings. Like, like, you're like, look, another hostage has to die. Yeah, here. they've literally done <laughs> everything. I mean, they've done or they've tried everything that they could. Um, again, the. Who they appoint as manager is also part of the of the part of the problem. But who like can you have? Is Manchester United going to have another manager that was like Sir Alex Ferguson with that that had autonomy and had control, like much more control over the club? Like that that probably won't ever happen again, uh, unless like unless they really really trust somebody or or they. Or they bring in, um, or the, or that particular manager has a couple like solid years of results. Manchester United are such a deep responsibility, and there's so many moving pieces, and 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 I think adjusting to the modern era of not not only just the game, but of just like the soccer business, has been tougher from 
for some teams than others. I, I would say that the teams that have that have evolved well into the modern era of the game from a business side and from a, a, a footballing side uh, are, are, I would say, I would argue, like, I mean, this on the fence, but Arsenal, I think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, people are like, oh, they have dope merch and blah, blah, blah. And, but, like, that's also part of it. They they develop a, a, a loyalty with their supporters that is that has carried over after Arsene Wenger. And it, it, it doesn't feel necessarily the same with Manchester United. Like there is a, they, the, the loyalty is there, but are there like the same, like I, I, I would argue that if, if somebody's a new fan and they're, they're trying to pick a team, I would say they're probably more likely to pick Arsenal now over Manchester United now. With not even thinking about the history of whatever. I'm just saying it just seems Ronaldo like Ronaldo being there, I might disagree, but I get the point you're making. Right. They they seem like a team that will do more in the future versus Manchester United. It seems like there's a lot of duct tape on this thing. Right. You know I'm, I mean? And I'm not saying it can't be fixed then because they have right. the resources to do it, but it, it, whatever it is, if, if it's a manager not having more uh uh control to like implement the vision that they have, or even like a, a manager that has a vision that everyone else respects. Because Sir Alex Ferguson did have that, and it's really, really difficult to to have a um, a manager that everyone trusts. Like they did, like he, he, it's he's Sir Alex Ferguson for a reason. It's not just it's not. Yeah, he just, got knighted. Yeah, he got the people. Yeah. They, they <laughs> he admired, got knighted because of how good he was as a manager. <laughs> they <laughs> admired him. They respected him. They respected his level of of leadership. They, there's just there's so few people on the planet that even have that level of ability. That's, that, that's kind of the big issue. What's it going to take for me to get knighted? You think I want to read uh, some of the, <laughs> I want to read some of the uh, chat because people obviously are blaming Ronaldo Pogba. People are blaming. He didn't play. Um, Fred also didn't play Rooney. Come on. Hold this Corey. Uh, <laughs> Sabuteo said Darren Fletcher is not a good coach either though. He shouldn't be there. Uh, Sabuteo said Carrick knew what, uh, what was happening and he left immediately. That was a little sus. Carrick being like, look, I'll help you all out in this intermediate, but I'm yeah. I'm good. I got money. I don't need this. Uh, Barry Gunnar said, Man United have all the all the tools to be a world beater. They need a manager with a real pedigree to hold the players accountable. That was supposed to be this guy. By the way, the agreement is, <laughs> I guess this guy might get fired, but um, the agreement is he's going to be the manager for six months, and then he moves into the front office as your director of football, essentially. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. You can't have a failed manager <laughs> become your director of football. Um, old ass Corey said, you know that the management sucks because no one good wants to coach there, which is another issue. They waited too long and they missed out on Conte. Yeah. So th- this is which we all agree would be the guy for this team. Yeah. I, I it, it's the it's kind of like, you know, the you know, a lot of people like want to work for like a big corporation or whatever. They want to work at Google or whatever. And then and. It doesn't mean that these 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 big companies, these successful companies, are necessarily great places to work. That's what the Carrick thing kind of reminded me. He's like, "All right, this is too much of a toxic environment. I don't really need all this in my <laughs> yeah, life." Yeah, like, yeah. sure, the money's good, but not really worth yeah. it. Yeah, he's and, like, "I should have never came back." <laughs> I, I think there's a. Uh, I think that's kind of what's the the issue from the outside. Manchester United looks like a a great gig, great place to play, but there's there's shortcomings, there's issues, and they have. They, look, I don't know who's gonna sort it out, but. Somebody needs to if if Rangnick at maybe at, at the director level can uh tr- kind of trickle down a, a stronger uh, uh confidence and and philosophy, 
then sh- sure. I mean, but they, they obviously they, they have to try something because they look, don't you think it's a mistake well, while you're saying that, don't you think it's a mistake for him as a manager, knowing you have so many months to do this, try to put his system in now. Don't you think it's best to just go with a wildly defensive system? Let's stop losing these games. We can play counter. You have Sancho, you have Rashford, you have Greenwood, you have uh, Ronaldo. You can play counter. You can park the bus. Get us out of this mess. Please stop letting us slide further than eighth. You know what I mean? Or seventh. And then correct the ship. And then when he becomes a director of football and he has an entire preseason and a manager of his choosing, Chris Armas probably, uh, to guide the team in the direction that he wants, he'll have more time to instill those things. As opposed to, like I've said before, with, you know, before Arteta got the players he wanted, I always made the reference of you hired an Italian cook but you gave them French ingredients. You're not going to get good Italian food that way. You know what I mean? Well, the look, the uh, Jamie. Thank Lord, you, Jamie Hard uh, for the for the host. Um, I think the um, if you're going to uh, if if this is the interesting thing with with the the. The things that they were saying about uh, Ali Gunnar Solskjaer were the club's too big for him, the job's too big for him, he can't do it. He's we love him, but blah blah blah. And with, with, with Rangnick, like, is is the club not too big for him? You know, is the job not too big for him? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's doing the same exact thing. This doesn't it seems just, just right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah. It just it just feels like the um, you know. The unrealistic expectation of the dude. This is what his third, fourth game managed. Like he really hasn't been there that long. There has to be some sort of he he's he wasn't gonna arrive and and help you know help them win the league this year. But this is every this is every every English team does this when a new manager gets there. You have five minutes <laughs> to get your shit together mm-hmm. because you need to hustle hard. I believe when Fergie first went there, his first few months weren't great. He was already getting sort of slated by the fans. When Arsene Wenger started at Arsenal, it wasn't perfect. And the fans already wanted him out in the beginning. You know, like no one gets an opportunity to just sort of correct the ship. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's a whole new system. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, you know, Red Bull United, I hope they succeed. I mean, you know, they, they're going to have an interesting uh, uh, change of form the, these uh, and change of tactics these next couple uh, uh, next couple months. But I, look, I... I don't know the um, – I, I saw somebody make some joke on Twitter about like how – because Rangnick is supposedly – comes. Uh, he's the, the, the head of the coaching tree of like Jurgen, Jurgen Klopp and Tuchel as well. I don't know. I, I'm not sure who it was. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuchel was in there. And, uh, and, then, and then somebody made a joke like, you know, uh, you know like uh, asking Jurgen like, oh, well, you know, what do you think of Rangnick? He's like, I don't know that dude. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of – Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After seeing these results, um, never heard of him. <laughs> I have no sensei, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm Ronin. Uh, uh, Manchester United Red Bulls about to have dope kids at Bay Area Guna. Uh, said Chris Harmon's Manchester United head coach would be such a magnificent era based upon the extreme heights he achieved with Toronto, Red Bull, New York, and the Adelphi University women's team. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so look they they morgan Tetsu said man you wants to stay fergalicious what a reference <laughs> from what when you were five Morgan? <laughs> okay um all right we should uh wrap up soon is there anything else that that we should cover we can take a quick look at the way jamie lawton is once again 
steering the ship back to his beloved uh, Leicester, uh, City. Leicester City. He said, I hope you're blessed with Damari Gray, Leicester City talent. I loved him, but just didn't fit. I thought he was quality. Leicester going after young Belgium striker from Bruges, uh, Ketelaire, for $33 million. I hope we can pull it off. And going after some guy from Porto. <laughs> How you know? <laughs> but, not, but some guy from Porto. I love uh, Jamie Lawton is the new for Pizza Romano, I think. <laughs> Reporting like, it. I don't know. Some dude. Some yeah. Some dude from Portugal. Anyway. Here, here <laughs> we go. I think some guy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. Question mark. Uh, Jesse Marshall, the Manchester United coaching job in the summer. Oh, man. Okay. Um, the obviously, the, the, Manchester City now has a um, 10 point lead uh, above Chelsea. Chelsea did play Liverpool uh, over the weekend. Speaking of Manchester City, by the way, Lozader said in all caps, by the way, look, man, you are crap. I'm so happy Ronaldo didn't come to Man City. The city is ours. The city is ours. F off back to London. The city is ours. <laughs> okay. I love it. I, wh- wh- why would they go back to London? But okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? Wow. <laughs> Wait, didn't they come from London? Isn't that Brooklyn Bruce? From- <laughs> Brooklyn Bruce from Manchester United, <laughs> said Dimitri. That would be great. Okay. The uh, uh, Not much uh, not much change in the table. Uh, but the, the Chelsea-Liverpool game was pretty entertaining. At least um, uh, Chelsea were down 2-0 uh, uh, and came back uh, to to tie the game. Uh, uh, Christian Pulisic scored, and that was we were always uh, loved to see that. Um, he had a, a great ball from Conte uh, that, that set him up. And Well, he had a couple misses. It was a really rough start to the match. So he was getting slated bad. Thank you, Jamie Lawton, for the subscription. Um, he put, uh, Fabrizio Romano, I'm insulted. LOL. I may have to contact Sky Sports to get a job. Much love to you guys. Uh, love your content and streams. Thank you so much. Appreciate um, you. He was getting ripped apart for uh, the way he was playing. And all of a sudden, he scores a worldie, which would still be considered a worldie if it wasn't for Kovacic's mm-hmm. incredible kick. But um, yeah, he scores a wor- like a worldie. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, I've loved this guy from the beginning. I just got to delete some tweets real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just sort this out real quick. Uh, the, um, yeah, it, it's, you know, he obviously he needs to be scoring more. We talked about it last week. Um, the, the, you know, essentially the, the issue with him not he can't he can't play as a false nine. He has to be a winger. That's I mean that's really yeah. his best position at Chelsea. I mean, but they've played him all over the place. And in fact, in the at the end of the match, they moved him back to wing back. I mean, what are you doing to this poor kid? Yeah. So I mean, well, we all want to see him succeed, but we it's it's definitely obvious that uh, he really needs to be on play outside. And I mean, he's just so gifted. He's the kid is just insanely fast uh, uh, and great on the ball. Just if you want to see him shine, that's where they, he needs to be playing. So um, he uh, he would be he would be better off to not be at Chelsea. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about more uh, that more at the end of the season. Okay. Um. Anything else? Uh. Before we wrap up, I think we're good to go. Uh. I'll just remind everybody. Make sure you um follow us uh, on all social channels. Also, uh, shouts to us. Uh. You see it there because your boys uh just hit 20k on. Twitter. I'm not even looking at the right screen. Uh, no, nope. look at us right there in third place. Completely <laughs> destroyed. But there it is. 20K. Uh, boom. 
Come on. Thank you. We've only been on there for seven years. Um, I, I, there's a lot of people who've been on seven years that can't get to 20. Yeah, it's very, it's very difficult. Uh, but no, you know, we didn't we, even talk. We didn't talk about Arsenal getting robbed, by the way, Barry Aguna, but we will. Um, the uh, I, I, obviously it's social media is just blah blah. You know, it's 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 sometimes it's great, sometimes it's the worst. But we've put in a lot of time and effort. Uh, you, you know, these these 20k and everybody who's followed us uh, on any social platform, uh, we appreciate it because the the, the amount of work uh, that has gone into. Um, you know, creating a, a social media account in the soccer space for two so difficult for two comedians who are we're also not like um aggregators. You know what I mean? We're not like just taking other people's content and then like you know re you know just retweeting it or remaking it our own or just tagging. Like we actually try to do original stuff, and it's really right. Really- like DJ Academics, who like a rapper will put up a video of him buying a watch, and then he'll put up that video. And go, did you see that rapper just bought a watch? <laughs> and you're like, this is allowed. Uh, well, that that is fine, but I mean, you know, sometimes there's straight up accounts that just literally just take other people's content and then post it as their own. Uh, and and we've done everything we could to to try to do original stuff. Uh, coming from two stand-up comedians uh, and, and and make it fun and unique. So it's not always because it could be easier to just take other people's content and then just tweet out a bunch Absolutely. of garbage and then get a bunch of followers. But that we're not trying to do that. So thank you, everybody, who's helped us uh, reach that. We, we're 20K on, on Twitter, 25K on Instagram. So uh, we're trying to build up TikTok now. So uh, go follow us uh, on there as well. At Taco all Cooligan. our links are right there in the chat. Yeah, at Soccer Cooligans on all uh, social platforms. So, uh, and you can follow us uh, individually as well at Chris Polanco and at Not Alexis. So that that we would appreciate. It. Be nice. <laughs> Sabotail put, play Sabotail put clips content to steal for his own media. <laughs> <laughs> That's allowed. You can steal Armenia all you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please do. Uh, you don't even have to tag us. Just put it out there. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Robert from LA said arrive late, so I don't know if you guys mentioned the uh, Everton's loss. We did not. We didn't get to talk about uh, Everton what, or Arsenal. I mean, look, I'm sure there'll be another one that we can talk about. <laughs> Everton, yeah, they lost to... Uh, if only we had some to choose from. How are you feeling being in uh, 15th place? Is it starting to get a little... Oh. Is this sweaty bum time, as they say? I'm not scared, but I am... Um, the, the, the last game was against... You have two games in hand. Brighton. But Burnley has three. Um, it was against Brighton. Um, and... Could have at least gotten a point there, but it's like the 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 third goal was just a, another dumb mistake from uh, <laughs> Michael Keane. Just why are you? He's just giving the ball away when it's like so unnecessary. It's like you don't even need to give the ball away and like tr- trying to go for like a, a Hollywood pass, as they say, from from like essentially his own box uh, to try to get to uh, the midfield, but. It, Everton, were, they, a lot of people were frustrated because they, they were playing five at the back at home against Brighton, Hove, and Albion, bro. Like, it is not good. Oh, Brighton and Hove, Albion, not Brighton. Brighton Hove. and Hove, Albion. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's I not get... Brighton, Hove, and Albion. It's a great, how many, great, great. Uh, how many teams? How many teams are there? Uh, it seems like a lot. Um, <laughs> Yo, you, it's unfair. You lost <laughs> the two teams at once. I gotta be honest with you. I think there's three, to be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's. Look, uh, it was great to see Dominic Calvert-Lewin back. Um, I thought he played well. He missed the penalty. And as soon as he stepped up, I'm like, I was just like, bro, why? it can't be him because he just, he's been gone for six months. You, it, you know, I understand it because you want to give it to him to get his confidence back. But as soon as I saw him step up for it, I was like, 
Oh, this isn't a good plan at all. <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't on like a win streak and just like, yo, let the fucking new guy take it. <laughs> it's, I had a feeling he was going to miss and, and that miss ended up costing the, the costing at least a point. Um, hey, whoa, hold on. Robert from LA just thought a great question. Christian, what do you think of this idea for the manager of Everton? Wayne Rooney. But I, I, I love that you misspelled it. Wanye Rooney, which is he's the great Nigerian uh, yeah. <laughs> footballer. I love him. He's the he's the bizarro <laughs> Kanye. It's Wanye. Wanye. Um like Wario. <laughs> um Wayne Rooney, I don't I don't think he would um fix anything. Oh well, you know what? I would say if I okay. You gotta find a way to bring him home. Let's say, let's say I'm the manager at at Everton. And what I would do, the first thing I would change is, is fix the mess of a midfield. There is, everybody was pointing this out. Everton play with three midfielders and they get overrun by teams that play with two midfielders. It makes no sense. You have more people in the midfield and you are getting, <laughs> you're literally, they're literally all over the place. Alan, Ducure, they don't know where the, the other one is. They, I don't know what the, the, the plan is as far as what happens in the midfield, but it, it is not like clear or concise to to them. So I I would probably um start uh uh I would I would probably start Andre Gomez in the, in that midfield. Um just cuz he can hold the ball. That's it. Anthony Gordon has been playing and he scored two goals and oh, he looked great. He looked he did look great, but it's just about holding the ball. Either play with le- uh, 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 uh you know, a one less player up front or let's or play with three at the back and have a five man midfield. Just hold the ball in the midfield a little bit. Like we can't have that what we had last time, which was eighteen percent possession. That should be a sign. Are you are you saying Wayne Rooney would be better than Rafa? No, no, I'm I'm saying I would be better than Rafa. And I, <laughs> as far as just simply making that decision, I don't know. It, it, it's look, the, uh, Everton signed two to a left back and a right back, which will resolve a lot of problems because Ben Godfrey is probably best at center back, and he's been playing left back because Luca Dean is probably leaving in the next couple of days. Um, they signed uh, Vitali Mikolenko, Ukrainian uh, kid, and uh, Nathan Patterson, uh, who came from Rangers, a, a, Sc- a Scottish kid. Um, and uh, both signs say, you know, they're going to be uh, – um, Patterson will replace Seamus Coleman. Uh, and 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 Seamus has not been great the last couple, especially this year. He has not he has not been great. So at least someone fighting him for that position will will be good for the team. And then having a left back who can actually play left back, who is actually le- left footed, is is better than having. Honestly, a, you're asking for a lot. A center back. that play in the positions <laughs> they're playing in. There's a, I don't know. A center back who is playing left back right now. And and Jamie Lawton says Lester wants Dinier. I don't know if that's true. If that's just Jamie Lawton. Yeah. No, I've heard a, a, a bunch of teams are interested and now he's a great player. And look, if something happened, the, the, the biggest frustration that a lot of Everton fans are having is that they still have not said what happened with Luca Dean. They just have, they, something happened and they are be, not being transparent at all about what happens. Speaking of player rifts, uh, Dimitri said, is there a Rafa Richarlison rift? Oh, um, Richarlison, I believe is just injured, but I have not heard anything negative about that but i was he listed as a uh as an injured player for the last one he i believe he was yeah he, he i think he has a calf injury um but he, yeah he has not played but everton is losing they, they don't have their they, no yerimina no richarlison dominic Calvert-Lewin out for months what, what can you expect you know it's, yeah he's out to the end of the month yeah no actually beginning of this month 
Early January. Okay. So Calf strain. Should be back soon. All right. Um, Calf injury. Uh, Jamie Lawton. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, he mentioned the article. Uh, the Lester Mercury. Um, I referenced Luca Dean possibly going over there. Okay. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you again for uh, tuning in to the... Also, by the way, Everton rumored to get Coutinho, possibly. I did hear that. I mean, who knows? Uh, Washed up midfielders? Bring him in. <laughs> I just, I, I, I prefer just like a, a, a you know, a wacky and a waving inflatable tube man that has glue on his, <laughs> yeah. on his base so he can hold the ball. That's really all I want. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Just like, give us a chance. <laughs> uh, but he's pretty tall, though. You got to give him credit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also... Couple of handball, a couple of uh, handballs coming. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. If you listen to the podcast, we appreciate it. you. Make sure uh, you uh, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use. And also, if you're listening on Spotify, leave a leave a five stars. You can you can rate the the podcast now. So feel free to do that if you're listening to this uh, as we speak. It takes literally less than a second uh, to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. I mentioned follow us everywhere. Um, we have a, a bunch of. <laughs> There the it is, Colo Blanco with the air. Bing bong. Colo Blanco, follow him. The best mod in the game. Okay. And a bing bong. All right. And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of fun stuff uh, happening this year. R- real soon, we're already working on uh, kind of the final stages of the Everton um, uh, stuff. Like, uh, we're working on a little uh, mini doc of, uh, of our time uh, at the Everton-Arsenal match. And uh, I promise you, it is, you are absolutely going to love it. So uh, that. It's going to be dope. Yeah. I can't wait for you guys to see it. So um, uh, look, be on the lookout uh, for that. Okay. Uh, I think that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody on Twitch, seriously, always appreciate you. Everybody brought the heat. Thank I love you, you guys. Thank you for joining us a little bit earlier than usual. Um, it seems like. Hit that follow button if you haven't already. Should we do it earlier than usual? Seems like this was. Pretty yeah. well received. I think this is a sign. Okay. <laughs> I think this is a maybe, sign. Maybe, this is the time maybe, to do it. Maybe, you know, weigh in. Let us know if you think uh, go, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time instead of 6 p.m. Eastern time might be a little bit, uh, you know, might be a little bit better for people watching live. Um, Morgan Tenda says, bye, dads. Okay, cool. Bye, Morgs. Bye. <laughs> I mean, th- at this point, we just have to have a TV show where Morgan is our daughter and we are, we're, we're the love. <laughs> My two dads? We're the gay couple that are, you know, raising this uh, <laughs> young girl from Philadelphia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gay couple streamers. <laughs> okay. But both of our significant others are on the show as well. <laughs> no one can explain this. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, everybody, have a good evening. Uh, we got a, an interview you to do that we'll be uh, uh doing shortly um but y'all the absolute best so everybody uh with that said my name is christian polanco i'm alexis guerrero together what are we the, the cool again